welcome to the podcast, Low Code, High Impact, brought to you by Caspio. I'm your host, Paul Quirk, Vice President of Customer Success at Caspio. Join us for this episode as we speak with Joanne Douglas, Lead Consultant at Douglas Cornerstone Consulting, where she'll share how they build custom software solutions for nonprofit organizations with low code. Hey, Joanne, I'm really looking forward to hearing about your Caspio and no code journey. So please share with everyone a little bit about yourself and your company. Thanks so much, Paul, for having me today. Yes, I I work in the higher education industry. So while I'm a for-profit organization, I work quite closely with universities, colleges, government from around the world, as well as within Canada. And so what we try to do is provide concierge support services to help them be better in accordance with best practice standards. So with Caspio, we've been able to help very interesting not-for-profits scale up and do their business in a more automated way without having to have that technical infrastructure and support that often is not available to them. So it's been a really valuable contribution to the kind of work that we do that meets with our philosophy of providing access and support in a reasonable way. No, thanks for sharing that. Um, And I know that you've been with Caspio as a customer for eight years now, but so can you remember what kind of brought you to no code in the first place? Well, I was asked to lead a national initiative to create Canada's first transcript and transfer guide. Mm -hmm. It was for all the higher education community, both the policymakers, but the institutions as well. And it was really a people project where we had to bring together several um, communities, hundreds of people engage in consultation. But at the end of the day, we also had to have a practical way to share back in an accessible format, something that was the size of a 500 page book. Yeah. And so we needed some kind of tool that was responsive, that could be integrated with our existing website and that it was sustainable because we were only gonna be there for a short time and then we needed to leave. And they did not have, being a volunteer organization, the team to keep things going, shall we say. So conducted a lot of research on the possibilities out there. Caspio rose to the surface as being a a really a robust no-code option that was quite uh, much ahead of its time in the space that we were looking at. Very comfortably worked with the community because we had to go through quite a lot of consultation even in terms of usability, testing, how to present the content in a way that resonated with them. So we needed the flexibility with a a tool like this and an environment like this to respond quickly, to create it in a way that met them in their space and place. And actually Caspio delivered on that nicely. It's been a while. We need to go back and refresh and take that one forward to the next level when and if they're ready. But since 2015, when we launched, they haven't had to go back and do anything. We created an administrative environment for them and it's served the community quite well, even into the present day. You mentioned about um, your focus is really the higher education industry. So can you share with everyone a little bit about the um, the application that you've got and um, who the end users are? Well, one of the applications that we helped design was for an international or trust out of the Netherlands called the Groningen Declaration Network. We trained them on how to use Caspia. We helped them build the environment. And we created what we call the GDN Trust Hub, which allows them very easily to do things like present to the communities that they work with 
uh, information on trusted network and hubs around the world that are involved in the digital exchange of academic credentials to help citizens achieve their dreams, which is you know, future jobs, higher education, what have you. It was really important that this trust hub uh, conveyed that these were trusted organizations. So of course, there was quite a lot of policy work, et cetera, behind it. This particular trust hub is operating today. It is run by Caspio. And in fact, it's won an award from an international standards body uh, for providing the community the information they needed in an accessible way. And it's uh, first of its kind in terms mm -hmm. of the work we provided them. Joan, can you remember the challenges that you were looking to achieve going back? I know it's eight years ago now, but what was the initial challenge, which we talked about how you found no code, but what was, what was you trying to overcome? Well, I was dealing with, and I continue to deal with organizations today that are really not in a position to be large corporations with large IT teams. They still need service though, yeah. and they still need to support their communities and they need to do it in a way that's accessible on multiple levels. So as another example, we've created a not-for-profit in Canada called Arook MyCreds National Network. I've been involved with that project since we were dreaming about how can we help learners get easy access to their documents around the world. We have several service providers that help us. Uh, we have a technology provider called Digitary out of uh, the United States and uh, Australia. They provide the technical infrastructure for the digital wallet and so on. And we're extending that with another service provider called Matter Global, who works with SSI and verifiable credentials. But in terms of Caspio, we needed to still support our community and support the learners with information in real time that was in, set up in such a way uh, for accessibility. And that challenge has not changed. Every time we're working with these different not-for-profits, they have the same issues. They have the same stakeholders they're trying to support, both business to business, but also their own learners. Yeah. So with Caspio, we've been able to create, just as an example, things like online demonstration registration forms, webinar registration forms, uh, a directory so that a learner can go in very easily and find out which school is doing what on MyCrads and so on. So each organization that we work with and that we use Caspio for has their own story to tell, their own challenges to solve, but the, the thread of all of them is they're not in a position to hire large IT organizations. They really need that no code or easy access code uh, a type of system to help them be the best that they can be. And Caspio has done that for us. Joanne, while you were talking there, you just triggered something in my mind is that some of the customers that I'm talking to um, over the last few weeks have really technical backgrounds, but some of them don't, not at all. And they've, they're really proud of the applications they've built and they've been able to figure out no code very easily. So I was about to be interested to find out about your background. Did um, you have any technical background or any coding before you even started to look at no coding? Well, I'm probably a little bit different than some of them. I've actually run large-scale system projects, but I wouldn't call my, I'm not a programmer by any stretch of the imagination. I admire programmers enormously. I would say I am a convener and a boundary spanner. I understand the world of data and digitization, but I live a lot in the people side of things and with policy and process as well. 
So what I've managed to do is train myself on Caspio. I've used your videos. We've tapped into your expert support uh, and trial and error. Uh, and we've also deepened the capacity of members of our team. I've trained members of our team to learn a new skill by going into Caspio. I would say Caspio is very accessible. Uh, I might be kind of unique because <laughs> of my background and maybe it's not as accessible to some perhaps, but I haven't found that. Yeah. I've found that I've been very uh, much, uh, I've been able to to train people quite comfortably and I've had them go in and do free accounts to experiment, et cetera. And it's really been a very, um, uh, I would say the best word for it is accessible uh, for uh, the community to help them do what they need to do and not worry about the things they don't need to worry about. Yeah, no, I understand. So from a kind of a return investment perspective, are you seeing um, an efficiency saving or hard dollar savings or maybe a combination of both with the application? I would personally say that time is money. Mm -hmm. Agree. One of the actual uh, ones we're about to launch is an event management system for one of the organizations that I work for. I very quickly was able to give them an Excel. This is the structure of table that I need. This is the data page structure I need. This is this that I need, et cetera. They managed to create this and it's now being final tested. We, we did it in less than a couple of days. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're about to go live with it. When I say time is money, I don't have time to read a zillion emails about a zillion events. As you say, you know, I travel a lot. I talk to a lot of people and the people that I surround myself are equally engaged in their communities. We need to be able to transparently track this information from point of inception all the way through and beyond because we're trying to make sure that we're transparent to our community. Mm -hmm. So I don't have time to spend five months designing some kind of system. I want to get it done within hours and I want to launch it, and then I can walk away from all these custom emails, and I don't have to babysit every single bit of the roadmap for making sure the right information is presented to the right stakeholder, the right client, et cetera. So yeah. it's been actually a, a very useful tool, and it's uh, definitely saved us time and money, and it's also saved us headaches yeah. from, a, from a design point of view and an experiential point of view. And uh, the organizations that I've helped adopt Caspio have uh, embraced it and they've gone and done even more in their own space and place. So I, I really have the high regard for the environment that you have created for all of us. Oh, it's great to hear that, Joanne. And um, really from if somebody's thinking about um, looking at no code and leveraging that and working with Caspio, what advice would you give them? Well, I would say, number one, take the time to do your research. Take the time to look at your learn site and learn the videos. It's worth it. Uh, don't be afraid. Just go and experiment a little bit. Make a simple table. Use one of the templates or what have you. And use it as an opportunity that as your comfort level grows to also grow how you're using the platform. You know, there's so many different ways to make them more smart and to um, help with uh, presenting a comfortable user interface. We're still learning, even yeah. after this length of time. And we are constantly sharing with each other and talking with each other and looking at the various blog posts and web webinars, et cetera. Uh, so I think the supports are, are very helpful and I would recommend that people consider it. However, one of the first things you have to think about when you're designing anything is what's the business problem you're trying to solve? 
Who is it you're trying to talk to? And what type of table structure makes sense? You know, you don't want to be going back and trying to fix things after the fact. You really want to have an understanding of what it is you're trying to do and why and make it very precise, particularly if you're going to do more design for the same organization. You know, think about organization demographics go here, uh, customer demographics go there in a certain Mm -hmm. table, and think about how to link them in a smart way using the tools that Caspio provides. Some great advice there. Thank you for sharing that, Joanne. And really, my last question is, I know it's a little bit difficult when, unless you've got a crystal ball, is how do you see the future with um, with Caspio No Code helping you? I'm going to continue using it. I'm going to continue to build out ways to do a better job supporting the people that pay me and that my team works with. Uh, We also are exploring ways to further embed it into the DNA of the work that we do as an education research and consulting firm that has uh, really been 10 years at this game and and quite enjoying the work that we do, but we want to even provide more to our clients. Learning modules, uh, online uh, search capacities, et cetera, that really help to share with our clients the kind of knowledge and expertise that we have to help them grow and be better. Well, Joanne, thank you so much for sharing your Caspio no-code experience. And thank you for being um, a Caspio customer. Really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for your time. My pleasure, Paul. Thank you. To get more information about our low-code platform, please visit caspio.com and visit our YouTube channel to learn more. Bye for now.